It's rare to find a gift that you know everyone on your list will love. That's what you get with an incredibly soft blanket from Minky Couture. With hundreds of different styles and sizes of Minky Couture blankets, you'll find a gift that they are sure to love every single day of the year. Shop the best deals of the season at MinkyCouture.com. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, Empty Nation, to the show. I've been talking to you guys all day, it feels like. You're back on the MD's Fantasy Football Show. We're streaming to you live on social media at Show, And, of course, subscribe to the MD's Fantasy Football Show YouTube channel. As always, I'm your host, Dan Mater, joined here with Chris Dowhauer. And this is our new time for the MD's DFS Contest and Lock Bets of the Weekend Show. You spare Saturday Night Show. Now it's going to be on Friday nights from 9 the 10. So get used to it, folks. We'll be here for the weekend. And it's going to open up some things. When we have Chaz Flaherty on the second half of the show, he likes to talk a lot about college bets. So we're going to incorporate that into our show moving forward as well, because we're all about trying to help you guys win money, win championships, and everything that we can in between. Of course, this show being more dedicated to helping you win money between DFS and, of course, our lock bets of the week. But first and foremost, Chris, how are you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Not only are we on a new time, are bringing the same good old information and same opportunities to win some nice free, free prizes as well. So I think that's one of the cooler things we're still doing. Absolutely. So the the link, I don't have it up there actually right now, but the link will be in the comments of this show as we move forward into the show. And of course, I'm going to be posting it out. The one thing I've been able to do is on a Friday night is I'm going to be able to post out our free DFS contest on Saturday and Sunday. Usually I do it Saturday night when we have the show and then I do it Sunday morning. I'm going to be posting out all weekend long to make sure you guys have more ample opportunity to click it, find it, get on it. Again, it's free. And last week, no one was able to beat yours truly. So there's one week down for somebody to actually be eligible. So now there's only, I believe, three weeks left in October for the October giveaway for the championship footballs from championshipfootballs.com for Mr. Chaz Florida himself. Last, uh, last month, the winner, and I still have to talk to her, but the winner was Emily M. Cat. She came away with the championshipfootballs.com giveaway. I'll make sure I say that again when Chaz gets on here so he knows because he'll be happy about that. And we'll have more to give away. And, of course, we got the Easy Sports betting data, which nobody, again, won this week because I did this week. However, we still owe one. Ryan Jean, who was the last winner of September, uh, we were not able to get in contact with him yet. So, Ryan, if you're, if you're listening to the show, let me know. Because uh, we got we to gotta get in contact with you. We're going to give you a free week of Easy Sports betting data as soon as we can get a hold of you. But that is for every weekly winner. And then, of course, you can put your name in to be eligible for the monthly giveaway as well. So, free contest. All we want is your participation, your engagement, and hopefully, you know, if we're giving you free stuff, you'll be happy enough to continue to follow the show and tell your friends about us as well. Give and take. Quick pro pro pro. Uh, we're going to be going over our drafting lineups here. Chris, are you ready with yours? I am ready with mine. All right. Chris, let's start it off with you, big guy. All right. Well, so we'll kick off at the quarterback position, and I'm going with a little bit of a contrarian pick, but not so much in my book. Uh, Joe Burrow. I love the idea of playing Green Bay. It's going to be in Cincinnati. Burrow had three touchdown passes last week. and throw for a lot of yards, but he gets T. Higgins back. Um, and you have a basically a, a decimated secondary in Green Bay with no Jerry Alexander, so I want to take advantage of that. I'm not a big believer in the defense overall, so at $6,100, I like the value and I like the upside. We both have Joe Burrow at $6,100 at our quarterback position. No Jerry Alexander. This should be a shootout game, and we'll find out tomorrow for sure. It sounds like Zach Taylor, he really wants Joe Mixon to play because he's like, well, maybe we'll have Mixon practice tomorrow and see what he could do. 
even if Mixon's able to get out there, I, I can't see him playing this week, first and foremost. But even if he is able to get out there, he's going to be limited. The pressure is more going to fall on Joe Burrow to carry this offense. T. Higgins is back, so he has his full plethora of weapons to throw the ball to, along with some extra volume in a game that very well could be a shootout. I'm with you 100% on Joe Burrow. Nice value there, $6,100. A really great candidate to get you 300 yards and three touchdowns in this game. And I'm going to be curious to see what else you have uh, on your team there, Chris, because I went heavy after that game. Go ahead. Okay, so then after that, I'm going with Najee Harris. Uh, Najee hasn't been the most efficient running back, but he gets the volume. And against Denver, although they're one of the top-ranked defenses, versus running back position, I'm not a believer. I think you can run on them. They lost JC Josie Jewell, their middle linebackers out for the season, a little bit light in the middle. And I do think that you're going to see Najee be not only involved, of course, running the ball, but also in the passing game, which is I expect a lot of seeing him get a lot of quick passes. Uh, looks like we talked about Ben on the other show about him basically being done. He's even more injured somehow. I don't know how his guys even gets more injuries, but he somehow is, has a hip injury now. So I'm not trying to have him get rid of the ball even quicker. Uh, so that means Najee Harris, maybe I don't think we're going to get to 19 targets necessarily, but I do think he's going to be heavily involved in this game, and I, I think he's going to get a touchdown. So between the volume, the, the passing and receiving game, receptions, and the touchdown opportunity, I'm going with $6,900. I'm going to go with Najee Harris. If Ben gets rid of the ball any quicker, he's literally going to turn time back. <laughs> he's Can't going to travel that. back in time because of the ball any quicker. But no, you're dead on the money there with Najee Harris. He has the safe floor. We're talking about PPR, which is what DraftKings is set up to be. He's getting all the volume. He scores touchdowns. Maybe he doesn't go over 100 yards rushing. Maybe he doesn't go over 100 yards receiving. But he'll probably go over 100 total yards with touchdowns and five-plus receptions. He's as safe as they come with a decent number there. Again, you're looking for two times and a half. That's what you're buying. That's what the money, that's what the salary means when you're doing the DFS. He should get that with the volume he's getting in the passing game. Yeah, and there's still questions. I think Bridgewater's supposed to play if he clears per protocol. He but is going to play. Portland Sutton rolled his ankle at practice today, so they could be down to basically no weapons on the outside, which gives opportunity for Pittsburgh to get the ball back quicker. More, more Najee. Poor Denver, man. You got Jerry Judy goes down. KJ Hamler goes down. Cortland Sutton's rolling his ankle in practice. You got nobody left, although maybe it's more for Noah Fant. We'll see. Yeah, maybe all Noah Fant. Um, all right, so then the other running back position, I'm with Kareem Hunt. I love attacking this Chargers linebacking core. They lost their middle linebacker for the season last week. Um, they have really struggled against the run as it is and most running backs as it is. So I think this is where you can continue to attack them. And we've seen Kareem Hunt have a resurgence in Cleveland, one of the best dual threats out there right now between receiving the ball and running the ball. Had over 100 yards you know, last week, uh, scores touchdowns left and right. So I'm going with him for great value in my book for $5,800. Um, I think that – Cream Hunt's got a lot of side versus the Chargers, and I expect him to be heavily involved in this game. Yeah, I mean, he's heavily involved in every game along with side Nick Chubb. I had him as my RB20 this week, and of course he's got more upside than that if this winds up turning into any kind of a shootout game, which it possibly could with the Chargers in Los Angeles. So, yeah, I, I, what was his price again? Uh, $5,800. Yeah, so you're getting a great value there out of a guy who will easily finish as an RB2 with potential to finish inside the top 10 for sure. Yeah, and I like the opportunities to catch some, get some catches in this game because we know it's basically OBJ and nothing else and the, uh, the weapons right, right out for Cleveland. So I think he's going to be heavily involved in the passing game as well. Um, MREC, I have Adam Thielen. I'm going with, I hope they return to touchdowns again. I also am excited to play Detroit secondary, which is probably the worst there is in the NFL right now. Um, I think you have an opportunity to not only get touchdowns, but you're always going to get volume. I mean, he has, he's averaging about six catches a game. So you're going to be doing well for the PPR. I got a nice floor. I expect him to score at least one touchdown, maybe two. And I think he's going to have a big play this week because it seems every way Detroit gives a, a big play on the, on the outside. So I'm going with Adam Thielen, uh, $6,600. $6, um, yeah, $6,600. A little more expensive than I was kind of hoping to spend for Adam Thielen, but I also really, really like the matchup. <laughs> well, he didn't score last week. You figure this is a great match, a great opportunity for him to get back into the end zone this week at least once, if not twice. I mean, the, the risk with Adam Thielen is that anybody and anyone could get involved here and take away from the others. But we know primarily the ball is going to go to Thielen, the ball is going to go to Jefferson, the ball is going to go to Dalvin Cook, who's expected to play. You got to love it for these guys. And uh, that that's why for me, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're getting a touchdown guy against Detroit. He should be able to dominate for sure. Yeah. 
Uh, and I like the pace that Trubert plays at. They play one of the fastest paces they in do, the NFL. They so the other offenses for... on the field as well. Exactly, exactly. More plays, more opportunity. Um, my other receiver, so I'm going with a tandem here. I'm going with Jamar Chase, matching up with my Joe Burrow. Although T. Higgins is back, and I know that he loves T. Higgins in the red zone, I'm just salivating over this matchup against his Green Bay secondary. Game at home in Cincinnati, I expect Jamar Chase to be heavily involved. I love the big play opportunity, and I'm going with a combo. And for $5,800, the guys basically score a touchdown every game. So uh, for me, it's great value with upside. That's what I was curious about. I was curious if you went with Jamar Chase. I also had the Burrow Jamar Chase stack in this matchup. It's one of the cheapest stacks you can get. Jamar Chase still sitting at $5,800 is an absolute steal when you consider what he's done already to this point. And even though T. Higgins is coming back, Chase has still been primarily the guy running the most routes, getting the most targets, even when T. Higgins was on the field and they have him and Tyler Boyd and everybody else. We know the big touchdown plays will be there. There's nobody left in that Green Bay secondary to take away anyone yet. So give me one of the best, cheapest, most valuable stacks you could possibly have in a possible shootout game between Cincinnati and Green Bay. Burrow and Jamar Chase, we both have that the same as well. I love it. So the next one I will shot for some value here. Um, I went after the Tennessee secondary, which I think is one of the second worst play secondaries in the NFL, the New Detroit's. That's with Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones has been the leading target guy for Detroit for the most part. For most, not Detroit, I'm sorry, for Jacksonville for the most part this entire season. You saw Chanel kind of hit the, you know, his his high mark, I think, last week in a sense. Um, Marvin Jones is going to be heavily involved in the red zone. He's going to be heavily involved in the passing game. And then without DJ Shark, I think he's going to be the true absolute number one receiver for this offense. And for $5,700, I think he's got upside. I love the matchup. We saw what you know Corey Davis did first week, last week versus Tennessee. I think there's an opportunity for Marvin Jones to have a nice big game. He's a great value. Plain and simple. With DJ Shark out of the way, the target consolidation comes down. Mar- like to your point, Marvin Jones has had the chemistry with Trevor Lawrence going back to the preseason up until last week, had been pretty much the lead target receiver every single week. Yes, LaVisca Chenault will be more involved, but Marvin Jones's role will be more pivotal than ever because he is going to be the deep field threat. He is going to be the red zone threat. And you got to love this matchup against Tennessee here. You got another game that possibly could be a shootout, but if nothing else, you saw the Jets, you saw Corey Davis have a great game here. Marvin Jones in a similar role, similar situation, similar skill set. Yeah, I like the play there. At my tight end, I'm kind of attacking another suspect secondary, and I'm going with Mike Gusecki. Um, He's been on a roll since Jacoby Brissett's been the quarterback. Uh, Tampa Bay is basically decimating the secondary. They lost Winfield this week as well. They have no corners out there. Um, on the flip side, Dolphins aren't sure if Devontae Parker's going to play or not. Will Fuller's out this week. So that could be all Gusecki all, all time, and Jalen Waddle catching little four-yard passes um, because I think that's, that's all Jacoby Brissett seems to look for right now in this offense. So I'm excited about Kaseki. I think he's got a chance to score a touchdown. And he's heavily involved in this game because he has been the last two weeks. I was tempted to go with him at tight end. I had to pay down a little bit more because of who else I had in my lineup that we'll get to in a second. Uh, but yeah, he's been targeted like crazy since Jacoby Brissett has taken over. Devontae Parker, he's expected to play, but he is a little bit banged up. And without Will Fuller, it doesn't matter. Tar consolidation goes down. We know they're not going to be able to run the ball. So Brissett might throw the ball 50 times in this game. You get little pieces of it, especially the guys you know are getting the ball for PPR values. Mike Gusecki, one of the better, cheaper tight ends that you can get this week. I'm 100% on board with you there. He's actually in uh, my top 10 if you go to bellyupfantasysports.com for my week five rankings. Yeah, I mean, I love the value. $4,200, you can't really beat that. Um, I also think, so the next play system going my flex. I think he had a down game last week. I'm not really buying that, you know, this, this time split or... I should say that he's not going to be utilized like he properly should. So I'm going DeAndre Swift um, versus this Minnesota defense. This, we saw this defense get trounced last week. Worth running backs. Nick Chubb had a nice game. Kareem Hunt had a nice game. They can't cover anybody out of the backfield. They give up big plays constantly. So I'm going with DeAndre Swift. I think he has a bounce back week uh, this week, and I think he's going to have an opportunity to score both in the receiving and rushing game. And I'm really excited about him for $6,100. I think he's going to be as cheap as he's going to be for a while. I brought this up on the Thursday show uh, when we were talking about the preview for that game. And I talked about how, look, I know it felt like you got hoodwinked because all Dan Campbell and Anthony Lynn talked about leading up to last week was that how DeAndre Swift was going to be involved. And he was basically, it made it sound like he was going to take over and be the workhorse back. Now on the box score, that didn't come to fruition, but you look at the snap count. He played more than double the amount of snaps to Jamal Williams. He just happened to get those 14 carries. Now what's going on this week. 
This week they're talking about, well, we got a hot hand approach. Yeah, we heard that in the offseason. DeAndre Swift is the best back. He's going to be more involved in the passing game than Jamal Williams will be. He's going to play more snaps than Jamal Williams will. He's been basically outside of last week, essentially playing as a top 10 running back. This is a good match against Minnesota. This offense, at the end of the day, hovers around three players. It hovers around Hawkinson, Swift, and Jamal Williams. Hawkinson's banged up a little bit. He's probably expected to go, but he's not going to be at 100%. They're going to lean even more on Swift to keep that safety blanket intact for Jared Goff heading into this matchup. So, yeah, you love it, especially for PPR. Swift is he's my baby Kamara. He really is, and he's playing like it too. Yeah, and I also think you know Perry Sewell's might not play this week, so you're going to see them throw the ball even more than they typically do. And I think DeAndre Swift's going to be the beneficiary of that. Um, so at my defense, I went with the Eagles' defense. This is more of a gut feeling thing. Also, I still hate on Sam Darnold. Um, I think that the that he got some decent numbers last week versus Dallas, but if you look at the game, they had five sacks versus that team. Uh, he wasn't doing well until the fourth quarter, where Dallas basically was playing prevent defense. He did have the rushing touchdowns. I think all that kind of busts on him this week. I think the Eagles defense is going to dominate this Carolina up front, offense up front. I think you're going to see Sam Darnold have a pick up or pick or two, at least a one fumble. I think this team's going to feast on it. And for $2,400, I'm taking my chances. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's rare to find a gift that you know everyone on your list will love. That's what you get with an incredibly soft blanket from Minky Couture. With hundreds of different styles and sizes of Minky Couture blankets, you'll find a gift that they are sure to love every single day of the year. Shop the best deals of the season at MinkyCouture.com. It's not a bad take for $2,400. I don't know how good this Eagle team is. I don't think they have an answer for DJ Moore. The benefit is that it sounds like Christian McCaffrey is going to be doubtful, so they may not have to worry about him. Uh, but $2,400, yeah, Darnold still, while he's played better than what he had previously, he's still turning the ball over. So you do have a chance for that in that standpoint. I like the team. I like the lineup. I want to get a word in from our sponsor. When we come back on the other side, we're going to get the DraftKings lineup for my team in, and then we'll have Mr. Chasler join us for the second half of the show for our lock bets of the weekend. So everybody stay tuned on the MD's Fantasy Football Show. We'll be back with you right after this. The NFL is back in action, and so is winning season at MyBookie. With over $500,000 in contest prize money, winning season makes the big games better and the victories even sweeter. Head to MyBookie.ag and choose from a variety of boosts, contests, and promotions up for grabs, highlighted by the crown jewel of winning season, the famed MyBookie Super Contest. And it only costs $10 to enter. Pick five games against the spread each week. Each win earns you a point, and each point gets you closer to the grand prize. If you missed out on week one, don't even sweat it because entries are still open, and all it takes is one solid week to get you back in the mix. Don't just take my word for it. Join now and start your winning season with MyBookie today. In order to get you started, make your first deposit at MyBookie.ag and use promo code MDFANTASY to instantly receive double your deposit. That's double your money to double your winnings with your first ever deposit using promo code MD Fantasy. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Welcome back, MD Nation. You're listening to the MD's Fantasy Football Show. Streaming to you live on social media at BellyUpMDFF Show. And of course, subscribe to the MD's Fantasy Football Show YouTube channel. As soon as you get a chance, we got a lot of great content always coming out on there as well with these all these shows that we do live. I mean, we're five times a week, Chris, and believe it or not, we're busy, 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 busy all the time. As always, I'm your host, Dan Mater, joined here with Chris Dowhower. We're going through our DraftKings lineup cards for our free MD's DFS contest that you can join. And what do you win? You win a free week of easy sports betting data if you win the week, and you become eligible for a championship football from championshipfootballs.com from our very own Mr. Chaz Flaherty, who will be on here in just a few minutes. Again, Emily MCAT was the winner from September for, the, for that championship football giveaway. Last week, I won, so nobody got the easy sports betting data. I guess myself, but I get it anyway from Chaz. But if you ever want it without having to win our contest, it's available to you. you all you got to do is go to BellFantasySports.com for 
You can bet eight different ways on all the different games, guaranteed to win you money in a combination of ways, and all the data is there for you to place your bets. So it's a really a great tool, great resource, a great investment. It's not gambling when it's an investment, and the esports betting data makes it an investment without a doubt. All right, Chris, let's get into my lineup so we can get Chaz in here after that. So I already talked about it. I got Joe Burrow. I got I got Jamar Chase. We have the same stack heading into this matchup. A little irritated about that, but there's no way to avoid that good of a cheap stack. I decided I don't think you can win a tournament this week without having Derrick Henry in your lineup. And I know he's $9,000 against Jacksonville. Now, A.J. Brown's going to play, but Derrick Henry hasn't gotten less than 30 carries this season. That's insane. And now you add on the fact that he's getting four to six targets a game, getting a few receptions on top of that. There's nothing Jacksonville can do to stop him either. So, yeah, I'm all aboard the Derrick Henry train, paying up for him at $9,000 because that is how you're going to win a tournament this week. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue against that. Plus, he played another team that likes to play with a lot of pace in Jacksonville, so it means more opportunity for Derrick Henry to get the ball back in his hands, make big plays. I think $9,000 is definitely expensive, but if you're going to pay it, that's the guy that's worth it. I'm going to let it roll with this guy, too. I had him in my lineup last week. I'm going to keep him in my lineup again this week. That's Kenneth Gainwell. Miles Sanders, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if he you know, pissed in Nick Serini's Wheaties, whatever the case may be. But clearly, this guy's only, first of all, he's only allowed to carry a ball. And apparently, he's not allowed to carry the ball more than 10 times in a game. Kenneth Gainwell is the pass-catching back. In a game in which I expect to be back and forth, and frankly, I expect the Eagles to trail for the second half majority of it. I expect Kenneth Gainwell to be very much involved, gobble it up PPR. And of course, the selling point here is that he's $4,900. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily agree with the game flow you're talking about, but I do think Gainwell's going to be involved regardless. And I think if he's a nice, affordable price, you have a guy who's able to get manufactured touches for him, whether it's on the receiving game or rushing. He's got a couple of touchdowns this season already. And it's clear that Miles Sanders is not the guy. So I think this is a nice play. And for $4,900, nice, nice cheap play. And from a talent standpoint, I think he does. I think he's just every bit as good as Miles Sanders. He's Naheem Hines. And I think that's just every good as bit as what Miles Sanders is, frankly, at, at the end of the day. And they're actually utilizing Kenneth Gainwell to be the pass catching back. So that's the big utilization that you're looking for there. Uh, I also I paid up big. I went with Derrick Henry. I followed up with my wide receiver one on the week. Followed up with Devontae Adams. Again, I went hard after that game, after that Cincinnati uh, Bengals game. Devontae had five catches for 60 yards last week. It's almost a guarantee he's going to go over 100 yards with at least a touchdown or so against Cincinnati Bengals. And again, I keep emphasizing this, I expect a shootout. Yeah, I expect this game to be high scoring as well. You still have a banged up secondary for Cincinnati. Now they do have some possible returners. Bates could be back this week. Ocasey could be back this week. But regardless, we know Devontae Adams is going to be the prime target for this Green Bay passing attack. Um, they get healthier on the offensive line. They get Elgin Jenkins back more than likely this week. And we both agree that this defense isn't anything to write home about. So you're going to need to be able to score points. And usually that involves Devontae Adams. In order to win tournaments, you have to have the RB1. You have to have the wide receiver one. Now, just because they get ranked that way doesn't mean they'll finish that way, obviously speaking. But in this particular week, when it comes to Derrick Henry, Devontae Adams, I think it's as good of a lock as it can be that they get ranked that way and actually finish that way as well, given the situations uh, surrounding them heading into these matchups. This next receiver, now obviously when you have those two in your lineup, you got to start paying down some places. And this is maybe feel a little dirty, maybe feel a little gross. But the opportunity and the price just made too much sense. I went with Darius Tony at $4,000. No Sterling Shepard, no Darius Slayton. As a result of that, he was the second most targeted receiver. Actually, he was the most targeted receiver last week Kenny, uh, with Kenny Galladay. Ran the second most routes, played the second most snaps, played in the slot position, which is where Daniel Jones primarily just wants to go with the football, regardless of who's there, apparently. And in this match against the Dallas Cowboys, that's where you can take advantage. That's where you can avoid digs. And I do believe they're going to have to come back from behind quite a bit in the second half. So you're going to see Daniel Jones throw the ball quite a bit. So I expect high volume. And Kadarius Tony, due to volume and PPR and position, I have at $4,000. And I weirdly feel good about it, but it feels gross at the same time because I hate him and I hate the Giants. Yeah, that's a tough one. I understand the logic, though. I mean, you had a decent game last week. You didn't have the six catches or six catches or seven catches, I think it might have been. Seven um, catches. Didn't have the big yardage you're kind of hoping for, but in PPR you want the, you want as much volume as possible. 
as he talked about, Daniel Jones loves the slot receivers and loves to feature him. So there's no reason you shouldn't be involved heavily in this game. There's a lot of pressure on Jason Garrett to continue to involve this young kid. Um, so I think there's going to be opportunity for him to have a nice game and could be a steal of $4,000. And then I had to pay down tight end. Like I talked to you about when you talk about Mike Isicki. One with Cameron Brait at $3,300, one on the other side of that game. He still had six targets last week. He's going to be the pass-catching tight end while Rob Gronkowski is out, who, by the way, was officially ruled out today again for this week. I like the matchup against Miami. Now, a number of people could eat, for sure, Tampa Bay, but a number of people have the opportunity to eat because of how high volume, how up-tempo that passing game is to begin with. Cameron Braid's always a threat to score a touchdown, so at $3,300, you got to pay down. I like the value Cameron Braid brings. Yeah, I think that's a little bit of a tough one. I think that you're not going to necessarily really hope to get the volume in this game, but you're going to hope to get a touchdown or two possibly, which is definitely a good opportunity because I think you're going to see him a baby run the ball very successfully versus Dolphins defense. And that means there's going to be an opportunity for play action or a short touchdown to the tight end. So Cameron Brait has been the guy who's replaced Gronk in that lineup, has a chance to be kind of that touchdown guy. Gronk was leading the league at touchdown scored, so there's opportunity for this guy to you know kind of fill that gap. It's funny you said that because I agree with you about the game script with Tampa Bay and the Miami Dolphins, which led me to my flex play in Leonard Fournette, sticking with him at $5,200. I expect to have a good game. Look, Giovanni Bernard did practice in limited capacity. We still don't know if he's going to play yet. But other than that one game against the Rams, he really hasn't taken over that specialist third down passing role we expected him to. And I don't think they're going to be trailing at any point against the Miami Dolphins and Jacoby Brissett, quite frankly. So Leonard Fournette... He's definitely ahead of Ronald Jones now. That much has been made crystal clear by this club. I'm firing him up on all cylinders. I don't expect him necessarily to definitively finish inside the top 10. I think if he gets in the end zone, he's got a, ch- a shot to. But it's the volume in the pass game, it's the volume in the rushing game, it's the matchup here at $5,200 in my flex play. I feel like he gives your team a nice floor to then work off of at that price range. Yeah, I totally agree. And I wouldn't worry about Gio Bernard at all for this week, even if he is healthy. I think what you're seeing with Tampa Bay basically use him for is he's, he's their Deshaun Jackson in a sense. They want to save him for the big games. They want to save him for the right moments. Ultimately, they want him for the playoffs. Um, right now, Leonard Fournette is the guy who's involved mostly in the passing game. Leonard Fournette is the guy who's mostly involved in you know closing out games. You think you're going to see Ronald Jones sprinkled in there. But Leonard Fournette showed out last week against New England, ran really well, ran really hard. There's no reason he can't do the same thing against his future Dolphins defense. We saw Peyton Barber light them up. Why can't Leonard Fournette do the same thing? Yeah, 100%. And then I finished it off my defense, the Pittsburgh Steelers at $3,300. The cheapest, really good defense I could possibly get. Yes, it'll be Teddy Bridgewater, but we may not have a Cortland Sutton. Bridgewater, you know, how sharp is he going to be coming off of his concussion? Is he definitely going to get cleared? I don't know. I think it's going to be, I think that this, this might shape up to be a 14 to 10 game regardless. Anyway, I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers defense here. Expect sacks maybe a couple turnovers, and again, at $3,300 is a very good defense to get at that price. Yeah, they're due to have a good game. They're getting healthier. T.J. Watt's getting healthier and healthier. Their secondary starting to get healthy. Um, they have an opportunity to have a good game. I would have loved this game if it was even more if Drew Locke was the quarterback, but even if Bridgewater does play, I still think you have an opportunity. You saw what the Ravens were doing to this offense last week. There's right. no reason Pittsburgh can't do something very similar. They're really banged up on the offensive line. They're down two starters right now. So you can get to you can get to the quarterback. You can disrupt this team. And this team is a little weapons going into the season, but they're really banged up right now. They lost their second tight end. They lost. You talked about the receiving issues. Melvin Gordon's limited. Melvin Gordon's limited. So right now you're it's gonna you're kind of matching up, giving Pittsburgh an up, and Pittsburgh's desperate. So I think yeah, you know, of all those different factors, you have an opportunity to have a nice game with this defense. One hundred percent. So that's my DraftKings lineup card again, guys. I'll get the. Uh... I'll get the link up there for you guys. We're going to market it to you all weekend long. So make sure you follow us along on social media at BellyUpMDFF Show. It's a free MD's DFS contest. We'll bring the next man on in just a moment to talk more about it. But those are our drafting lineups. Use them. Use them wisely. Not just for our contest, but use them wisely to put together your lineups for your tournaments to try to win you guys some money. Let's get another quick word from another sponsor of ours, and then we'll bring Chaz Vlardy in to talk about our best bets of the weekend right after this you can get championship footballs at championshipfootballs.com they offer a 100% money back guarantee on every single souvenir football that they sell it's the coolest present that they'll open that day guaranteed 
There's nothing worse than trying to find the right gift for somebody that already has everything. Whether that special present is for a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan or an Alabama Crimson Tide backer, maybe Gramps a lifelong Dallas Cowboys supporter, or your brother-in-law is in LSU Tiger territory. Know a member of the Baylor Alumni Association? Is there a better Father's Day gift for someone who's a Kansas City Chiefs fan? Send them the coolest present they'll open that day, guaranteed. Now, if your favorite pro team is the Buffalo Bills or those Minnesota Vikings, well, we're sorry about that. Also, if you're a New Mexico State Aggie or a Tulane Green Wave alum, not much they can do. After all, the name isn't nice effort. You had a pretty good season, footballs.com. The name is championshipfootballs.com. The coolest president they'll open that day, guaranteed. You're listening to the MD's Fantasy Football Show. Welcome back in MD Nation. You're back listening to the MD's Fantasy Football Show, streaming to you live on social media at BillyUpMDFF Show and our YouTube channel on the MD's Fantasy Football Show. Please subscribe as soon as you get a chance. We are on our new time, but with great new content, mostly due to this man, Mr. Chaz Flaherty. Chaz, thank you for joining the show. I totally forgot to turn on stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> You can hear me okay. I'm not making echoes or anything. I can I can hear you great. You sound wonderful. Your camera work needs a little work, but you sound great. What do you mean my camera work needs a little? It's a little blurry there, buddy. You, I, I miss your face. It's just not I'm as clear there. as it usually is. There we go. There hey, we go. Um, if you haven't listened to my show on Thursday, you need to join to be determined tomorrow because I have the funniest. Wake and bake story in the history of wake and bake stories. That's awesome. I'm that's a tease, and that's it. I'm leaving. Good tease. <laughs> That'll be on at Belly Up Fantasy at 11 a.m. tomorrow, guys. So make sure you go ahead and check that out. I uh, will be promoting that out to you guys everywhere, but don't miss it. Social media at Belly Up Fantasy. Uh, easy click, easy show. W- wonderful way to start your Saturday morning, no matter what coast you're on. Yep. Uh- <laughs> I've got some notes here because when you're in the backstage green room area, you know, you hear some stuff, but I forgot that I got to send down the file. <laughs> there won't be no to be determined on your station. If I don't get so here's the thing, Jamar Chase, we had when we were in Houston for the souvenir show, we yeah. decided to go with Jamar Chase and he was the most expensive autograph there. So we have our championship footballs, LSU four-time national championship footballs signed by Jamar Chase, and he wrote Go Tigers, G-E-A-U-X on them. Uh, and so we're very, very happy for him and his success. Do you realize he's second in the league in touchdowns? Tight, but still. 100%. You're talking to two fantasy guys. Of course we realize oh, that. The other thing, the other thing is I finally – freaking understand what you guys are talking about when I'm listening. <laughs> I never really had a clue. You were throwing numbers out there. But, Chris, did you see what happened with my very last, first and last attempt at the contest? Did you see what happened? You didn't do too bad, Chaz. I know. I never entered it. It got all zeros. You got all, how'd you get all zeros? Because I never put it in right, I guess. Oh, I you never it. submitted it. Well, I was going to give you I was going to give you a lot of respect because you actually have nobody who thought about Rashad Higgins last week and Chaz was ahead of the game on that one. The, the super saver, Rashad Higgins was the leading receiver for the Cleveland Browns and nobody would have guessed that. Didn't really matter much, but yeah, he was the leading receiver of the Cleveland Browns. So, so, so I went up there and I had some good things happen early. Oh, because I switched. Remember, I was going to use Mayfield. I, I really you switched key, out of that. Yep. I keyed everything and my, my bets, unfortunately, as well to an over in a Minnesota game, Cleveland game, that never transpired. I mean, the final score was 14-7. So right. it wasn't, you know, I did great elsewhere. But that that for fantasy, when you focus on a game and you're wrong, you're screwed. <laughs> really, you really are. But I had the quarterback, so he scores a touchdown right away. Uh, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Who was the guy, the quarterback for Minnesota that scored? Kirk that I yeah, I had Kirk Cousins. So I ran upstairs and I had all zeros. Other people had numbers, they had all zeros. And then I did some research and I guess I never hit submit. <laughs> oh, Chaz. There's always a rookie mistake and always <laughs> a lesson a to be learned. I'm a goofball. Did you enjoy the process, Chaz? Because I wasn't oh, able to be here for it. Part, I did him live on the show. Yeah. It was easy as hell. Exactly. But, and it's free. About halfway through, I said to my son, who was, you know, he gave me a couple pointers, but I, I pretty much went by myself. I'm, it's not like I don't watch 14 freaking hours of football every Sunday. Um, it's work. Math and stuff. Yeah, that's why. I, I, all the bad memories. But this happened at Magic Mountain. Remember I told you guys, I went to Magic Mountain when I was in my 20s. And I said, I'm never coming back. I don't like rides. I'm not coming back. I'll go to Magic Mountain with my friends, but I'm not getting on any of those rides. I, they do mm-hmm. crazy things to the human body on those rides. Well, I forgot and 30 years passed and I went back and I got on a ride and halfway through the ride, I'm thinking, I don't ever want to do this again. And that's what happened when I uh, finished up, Chris, after the show, remember I left four or five spots. I set my alarm early. I got up early. I put a lot of effort into it. And then I said, I don't like doing this. I love, (laughs) but you know what? Uh, Don't get me wrong. I also don't play golf because it's hard to be good at golf. It's hard to be good at fantasy. And if you don't have the passion for it, you don't put in the time. You guys are impressive because I know how much you know because I listen to you. And and then I take what you say about fantasy, and it has nothing to do with anything about your fantasy, and I translate it, and it makes me win bets. And that's pretty cool. That's called, it's called just knowing football from multiple different ways. Is what we try to do on the show. That's why I love having you on the show. It's why we try to present this to the audience at least once a week. And we've been doing it, Chris and I have been doing it more and more on our Thursday shows, our preview shows, because we're placing in more bets from your data, the easy sports betting data, which again, go to BillyFantasySports.com, sign up for it. you that last night? And I said to people, because we're live, we're doing live betting. Right. I mean, last night was live betting plethora. There was yeah. so much to bet on. And so we were, uh, and I said, all I know is it's been 12 games and nobody has scored more than 10 points on Seattle in the first half. And it's been six games at home. Well, that's almost an entire season. They only play eight home games. I only talk regular season. When it comes to playoffs, I have different data for playoffs. Sure enough, the Rams scored three points. Yeah. Catch that ticket easily. Went under on the over under uh, easily, of course. Now, Chaz, something you like to do a lot, we don't really get a chance to do it because we used to only do the show on Saturday night. So now we're doing it on Friday night. We have the opportunity to do so. What are some of the college bets you're looking at, man? Because that's not something we get to talk about a lot on the show. I always would be talking about the late games. And who would I talk about? Arizona State. Well, guess what I'm doing again tonight? (laughs) I'm telling you about Arizona State. It's like deja vu all over again. (laughs) Here's what it is. Everybody scores 24 on Arizona State. You know what? I don't trust Arizona State yet. I don't trust anybody in the Pac-12. You know how the Pac-12 is. They 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 piss and moan because, oh, we play late at night, so nobody watches. Well, you know what? You play shitty football, nobody watches. <laughs> Amen, Chase. Yeah. And so, um, but, you know, it, it is exciting. And I love Herm Edwards. I, I love him as a coach. And, and you know that the bottom line is you send your son uh, to play football for Herm Edwards. He's going to become a better man than he would be. For a Play to win the game. Yeah, but he, he's a good coach. But in their last three at home, 41, 37, 35. So they're trending downward. <laughs> they scored less points every game, but the worst is 35. 
You got a team that gives up 24 to anybody that breathes. If you show up to play Stanford, you get 24 points. You're getting them. It's just a matter of how you get them against a team that scores 35. So I'm afraid of the double-digit 14-point spread, but I'm taking – and the reason I want to bring it up is because you can still get this bet in first quarter – I mean, first half and game team total over, and then at second half we'll see what happens. Like the um, Cincinnati tonight. The guy had the touchdown in his belly on the one-yard line, and he dropped it. He's a college kid, so you don't yell at him. But it cost me the first half team total over. So I doubled down on him in the second half, and they won it in the first. They scored 28 points in the first 15 minutes of the second half. And that's when we just turn off the game and move on, right? Yeah, next. Uh, Mo always made fun of me because my go-to movie on a Sunday is The uh, Sound of Music. And the reason is, A, the Nazis get beat. Who's not? Who can play when Nazis get beat? Everybody likes Nazis losing. And good music, you know, it was great music. And it helps me go to sleep. And I've watched 18 hours of football on Saturday and like 9 or 10 hours at this point on, on Sunday. And if I could cash for the game on those late 1 o'clock, you know, out here it's 1 o'clock for the late games. If right. I could cash by halftime for the game bet, yeah, I'm going to take a nap. I got Sunday night football to get ready for. <laughs> Talk about a time zone difference. So, Chaz, are you going to get up at 6.30 in the morning for the London game on Sunday morning? No, but what I've done in the past <laughs> is I have <laughs> bet it. I, I bet it, and I treat it like soccer. Because remember, I've, I've got a soccer show. So we yeah. do soccer stuff, and that stuff goes off at 2 or 3 in the morning. And it really is. You wake up and you see. You could go two ways. You could wake up and go to Flash Score for soccer, or you could wake up and go to your account. I like to go to Flash Score because actually it takes less clicks. It's just an app. It's the right. greatest app in the history of soccer, but it, you don't need, you know, a password and username and stuff. So uh, then you know right away if you want it. Then you go to your account. And you, so you're brushing your teeth. You got money in your account. So that's pretty cool. And that's how I'll treat it. But um, what's going on with Jacksonville, huh? What do you mean? I mean, the, the Jets and Atlanta are playing the London game. What do, uh, oh, you oh, mean oh, with oh, Ur- oh, the Urban Meyer situation? Is that what you're yeah, talking who, about? Who's, who's, they're not playing. I thought they were playing. Who's playing? In, in, it's, uh, it's the Jets and the Falcons are playing the London game at okay. uh, well, 930 that, in the East Coast. I knew it was somebody that I, I don't have a lot of respect for. The one of those terrible teams. Yeah. yeah. One of those. I mean, Jacksonville usually is the London game. I do think they are playing one of the games over there because you have four games that are going to be in London, I think, over the next month. Um, and I do think they are one of the one of the teams that are like getting out there. The East Coast teams, because it's a little less travel. You know, the, the London yeah. seems to love it, you know. Um, but no, I won't get up for that game. Not a shot. Well, I, I want to talk to Chris about this one because Calvin Ridley, personal issues, suddenly he's not going to play. He's not going to make the travel. He's not going to make the team. We kind of saw last week, Tennessee, they didn't have, they had Henry, but they had no one to throw the ball to. They didn't have any of their wide receivers. They didn't have any weapons. They wound up losing the game to the Jets. It may be curious. I'm looking at this. It's plus two and a half for the Jets. Uh, the money line is 120. Can the Jets win again because uh, yet another team has, I don't know, nobody to throw the ball to at the wide receiver position? <laughs> because they're more banged up and less talented? Yeah, I think yeah. they can. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you look at this offense. Atlanta's offense has been sputtering as it has been. And if the Jets can get pass rush like they did last week versus Tennessee, which is a very possibility against this Atlanta offensive line, and then they can turn the tables on them. And they may be able to pull another win. Um, I think well, defense, offensively, their opportunity to move the ball versus Atlanta defense. They lost their best slot corner. You got Crowder out there. You don't have anybody out on the outside right now. You got Corey Davis. You got Zach Wilson kind of find a little bit of a groove. A terrible pass rush on Atlanta's side. So there's no reason that you might not see the Jets can actually pull this out. And it's going to be ugly anyway. You're going the across the pond. <laughs> but yeah, it's the Jets. That's why yellow. I don't want to bet on it. It's, a it's yellow. yellow. It's all yellow. There's not an over anywhere to be found for either of these two teams. And um, the Jets have lost 8 of 10 on the road. The problem is this is a road game for everybody, but this is a road right. game for steroids, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it is. But, but for everyone. If you've ever been to Europe and you're going to London, you know, it's kind of like when, you know, guys go to the, the Super Bowl and they kind of they get in trouble and stuff. I mean, it happens. So um, these are both team boy Atlanta. Think that if they just kick the field goal there, right? They win the Super Bowl. The history of the world changed. There may have not been COVID. <laughs> I think it all goes back to that Atlanta yeah. field goal. You've seen the Superman movies. One okay, little thing. <laughs> One little thing changes everything. 
No, but you know what? I think because part of it might be just because it's early in the morning. I want to get to get the day off started. I won't put a lot on it, but I do think I'm going to put a few shekels on the Jets on the money line at plus 120. I think I am. Well, let me explain something, wake and bake man. 930 <laughs> is not 630. Let's make sure we're clear on that. That's a big difference. 930 having breakfast. And yeah, but you live in paradise. I don't care. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not going to complain that, you know, I'll be at little 72 and I'll be at the pool later in that day. But at 630 in the morning, if you're not going to work, you know, why are you up? For football. For most no, isn't football. Yeah, no. If, okay, let's look. I'm going to look down and I'm going to tell you, okay, Denver. No, no. Green Bay, Cincinnati. You mentioned that game. Yes. If that game was there, we, we would have a viewing party in my family because we love football. And that's a good game. But uh, I looked at the games, Miami, Tampa, nope. Tennessee, Jacksonville, nope. Philly, Carolina, nope. Denver, Pittsburgh, uh, nope. Green Bay, Cincinnati, yeah. There's probably not another game. I'll go to, I'm looking at the Easy Sports Daily cheat sheet. Where are you out in the over-under on the Green Bay game? Because it's at 51. I'm taking the over. All right. The Green Bay-Cincinnati game, I haven't looked at yet. Um, if I was just in line, okay, I got three minutes. The game's about to kick off, you know, the – Al Michaels is talking and stuff. Uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what I'm doing in that game. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing on that game. I, what are you I, doing, I, Chris? I don't know. I like the over on that. I do. I think that you have two offenses that are kind of finding themselves, and you have two defenses that are kind of exposing themselves. So I think of the combination, you have an opportunity for a lot of points being scored. I'm same game parlaying it. I am taking Green Bay minus two and a half, and I am taking the over at 51, and I'm feeling pretty good about it with that game. There should be a lot of points scored. Yeah, well, I do here, think ultimately Green Bay is the better team. Yeah, here's one stat. Both of these teams, both Green Bay on the road in Cincinnati and home, allow total 45 points a game the last four out of five. So that 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 is a minimum. That means that's the lowest. When it says under or over, it means that number you're looking at on the easy sheet is the lowest of those numbers. So if it says they've scored more than 24 and 4 or 5, that means every single one was more than 24, and some of them could have been 30s and 40s. Then you got to get a dig on your own. But this is a cheat sheet. If you want to read the book, read the book. You know, this is a cheat sheet. Yeah, 100%. So Chaz, you are in line with what I'm saying then. Oh, without a doubt. Okay, cool. That's that, that's one of my locks of the week. My other one is Tennessee. They couldn't get it done against the Jets, but A.J. Brown's going to be back. So it's not going to be a future there for Ryan Tannehill. They're minus four and a half against Jacksonville. You got a huge distraction in Urban Meyer getting booty dances and Ohio State bars. So you're gonna. I'm taking Tennessee to win this game at minus four and a half and do it to Jacksonville what they should have and did not do against the Jets this week as one of my other lock bets of the week. Remember when they went to Seattle, they scored a lot of points. They're over 12 out of 15 overall and eight out of nine on the road. If they go to your house, the last nine times they've gone to your house, they've scored more points than the bookies thought they would. Chris, do you think the Tennessee Titans get back on track here? Yeah, I think they're at least, I think they only like a touchdown. I think that's a good bet. I think it's a real safe bet right there. I think the four and a half is kind of generous by the. For Vegas, because I, I would I expect it to be a little higher than that, even though the debacle versus just last week. Getting AJ Brown's back is going to be huge. No, I 100% agree. I'll say what I think is also generous, even though it's a bigger line by the number, but I think it's generous considering where these two teams are at right now. That's the Tampa Bay Miami game. It's minus nine and a half for Tampa Bay at home, coming off a game which they did win, but offensively didn't look great. Miami going to be banged up in the secondary offensively, not looking great, which is giving more opportunities for the opposing offense on top of it. I think they cover. I think this is a two touchdown lead for Tampa Bay over the Miami Dolphins. They're sitting there at minus nine and a half at minus one ten. Uh, give me that all day, every day for Tampa Bay heading into this matchup. I know that uh, uh, if you tune in tomorrow to to be determined, which is eight o'clock Pacific time, 11 o'clock, uh, Eastern time. Someone will talk about that game because I remember someone did. <laughs> and because it's TBD, you don't necessarily have to remember because you got the short-term memory loss, so it's okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, story, the story that I story. tell is a cannabis story. It's pretty funny. I'm telling you, it's funny <laughs> enough I wrote it down. It'll become part of the, the screenplay. You know? like, I'm going to remember this. I'm going to remember this. Chris, no. what do you think about Tampa Bay and Miami? Yeah, I, I think that's I hear what you're saying, but I'm not going to – I'm not biting. I think that the Dolphins are going to hang around close enough. 
one thing about the Dolphins is they, they have a decent defense. It's not great, but it is decent. They had to do a good job of kind of containing Brady. And that's what that secondary is really, really beat up. So I do think you're going to have opportunity for them to kind of have some drives. And the clock's going to – Miami is one of the slower-paced offenses. I think it's going to be a little closer than people want it to be. Even if it's not actually playing out that way, I think the score is going to be being closer than it should be. I don't know. I just think Tampa Bay could hit the snooze and their alarm and still be winning this game by 14. We talk about it a lot, though. What it is – what it's a big – you know, a big point spread, you know, say they're winning by 15. It's two touchdowns. Any one of them, you got to get, you got to get the two point conversion. Game's pretty much over, but, but not if you're giving nine and a half, you know? No. And that's kind of what I'm thinking as well. Uh, a lot of these other games though, I'm real tight on. Um, the only other one that I, I feel very, very strongly about, I will bet on others, but the only one I feel very strongly about heading into it. Arizona Cardinals at minus five and a half. I struggled with this game at first because I felt like this could be a trap game. They came off a big win against the Rams. You got another tough divisional opponent that typically beats you. And I don't believe the Cardinals are truly a 4-0 team that are about to be 5-0. But then you look at San Francisco. You look at the fact that Trey Lance, the rookie quarterback, has to take over in this game because Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. You look at the fact that they have a nursery home of cornerbacks trying to stick wide receivers out there. And DeAndre Hopkins is now healthy. I don't care. Chase Simmons looks like he is going to play, but I wouldn't care either way. The Cardinals are just a better team. They're a touchdown better in this game. No George Kittle, most likely. He's doubtful. So the 49ers got to lean on Debo. Brian Ayuk, who hasn't been involved, would have to get involved. Everything is just spilling the Cardinals' way. So one of my other lock bets of the week is going to be the Cardinals at minus five and a half. I've never heard an older team be referred to as a nursing home before. <laughs> they're bringing guys, man, like Josh Norman and Drake Kirkpatrick. I mean, they're bringing guys off the street who have been pretty much rushed out of the NFL because they got nothing left. Don't get me wrong. It's a perfect. Oh, they did it. Cincinnati did it. They scored. So they have 52 points. I had the over 53. I only needed Two points from Temple, and I barely got it because I only have three. <laughs> you know, that's the thing about overs. If only one team scores, overs are, are almost never going to win, you know? Right, right. Chris, what do you think about that Cardinal uh, 49er game? So that's the game I wrestle with most this week. I think it's going to go one of two ways. Rather, the 49ers are going to are gonna whip the Arizona – I mean, they're going to beat the Cardinals and, and be able to physically whip them, or Arizona's going to kick the crap out of them. I think it's, I think I, 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 I it's, to me, it's a little game I have no clue. Last year, you guys had a lot of guys banged up when you played them. Last few years, last year, you've had a lot of guys banged up. You run the ball so successfully versus this team. I mean, the average thing was like, well, 390 yards, I think t- they had combined between two games last year. Yeah. Um, you might not need George Quarterly, you might not need anybody else. <laughs> I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think Arizona is the more talented team. But this, it seems to be like big brother, little brother, and San Francisco seems to be big brother the last few years when it comes to Arizona. Somehow, some way, they seem to just own them. So that's where I think there's my logic of what should happen, and there's that gut feeling that the 49ers could win this game because they're supposed to lose it. <laughs> you know, I have uh, compiled a, a three pages of incredible trends from the data, and that game has none of them, not one. <laughs> And that, that's that's very unusual. Almost always when you have two teams, you have tendencies. And somebody does something. I mean, Dallas, uh, you know, they've been over in the first half in 11 of 12 games at home. So, so there's 16 games in two years, right? 11 of 12 is really a year and a half of football. And if you bet on that game to go over, you cashed 11 of 12 times. That's crazy. Let's go to the Sunday night matchup. You got Buffalo. You got Kansas City. I ain't touching the line. I don't know who wins this game. I do know, even though the line is the highest. Is the highest. Well, hold on, Chaz. It's the highest over-under of all the games at 56. And I am still going to take the over in this matchup. All right, Chaz, what do you got? After your little water there. I've been doing the, the Killer Bees parlay. I probably mentioned to, to Chris last week. The Killer Bees parlay. Every, every first half, I bet Baltimore... And Buffalo. That's it. First half only. Buffalo's like 13 and 0. Baltimore lost once, I think. But what have I said? You've heard me say this because I preached the commandment of the lowest under and the highest over are always playable because they can't move the number anymore. 
if they move that over anymore, all of a sudden it's out of whack. And then they have risk. They don't want risk. Remember, they want Chris to bet a million dollars on the under. Dan to bet a million dollars on the over. They go outside for three hours, smoke a couple cigarettes, come back in and pay one of you guys and keep 10% of that. That's not a bad three hours. That's really a perfect world what the sports book wants. And so when you when you say that, Dan, as soon as you tell me that stat, I'm all over that over because they can't go any higher than that. I like it. How about you, Chris? Do you think we get a crazy shootout Sunday night? I think there'll be some defense in that game, so I can't. Really? I don't think it's going to be that much. Only on Buffalo side, because I think they're the only ones capable of playing any defense in this game, and I think that's the killer instinct there. I think you're going to see some Chiefs get some pass rush in this game. But, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be definitely a high-scoring game. I think that's a pretty good overall right now, though. Do they but both score 30? I, I, go, I go with Chad's advice, though. I mean, Chad's has got the numbers. I like the numbers. Do they both score 30? Probably. Yeah, but it, so that, it could that's easily what I'm be, saying. Yeah. <laughs> but it could easily be 30 to 26. Like, they kick a couple of field goals in between somewhere. But that would still put them right there at the 56 over under. We talked that, about that's my this. point. How many times have we talked about Kansas City's against the spread win-loss record? Well, this, yeah, I'm, not, I'm staying away from the minus two and a half. In fact, if anything, I would take the plus two and a half on Buffalo. I, know, size. I think they're the better team. But you got a team that it never covers against a team that just covers, and yet Kansas City still giving two and a half. Now, yeah. I realize if the home team is three, technically it's a half tick the other way, but I thought it would be a pick em game myself. I mean, it's, it's pretty close to it, uh, honestly. Yeah. And right now, Buffalo is playing like the better team. It's just it's very hard to beat Kansas City in Kansas City, which is why I'm not going to touch that line. But I do like the over under as far as that goes. And then I do want to talk about the Monday night game. You got the Ravens, you got the Colts. It's minus six and a half on the Ravens. They are the better team right now. The Colts have no identity on offense. It's catching up to them very, very quickly. The Carson Wentz Frank Reich reunion is not going very well. That offensive line is terrible. Defensively, they can't cover anybody. I just don't like anything going on with the Colts while the Ravens are heading the other direction. While they have some inconsistencies throughout their games the last couple of weeks, they're finding ways to win at the end. I do think the Ravens take care of business. I do think they're better than the touchdown favorite in this game. I think they're a two-score favorite in this game in my book. So at minus six and a half, I'm all over Baltimore. Chris? I want to be on that game, but I don't, Dan, because I've watched the Ravens just basically just barely beat the Detroit Lions. I've seen them play with teams too often. They should have been blowing out teams this entire season. I haven't seen them beat anybody good this year. So while I, on in logic wise, I want to say the Ravens are a touchdown favorite. I would I this that's not a game I would bet on. So let me ask you from a fantasy standpoint, because I didn't hear if you guys talked about Murray at all. Remember, he was a really good running back, but he wanted his money, and they said, We're not going to give you the money. And Baltimore said, We'll give you some money, and they gave him money. And now they had that – remember the opening week they had one guy. There was only one guy, and he had a pretty good game. A guy you never heard of, but he was the only guy that was on the roster for Baltimore as a running back because they had that incredible string of injuries. And then they brought over every name you've ever heard of in the history of running backs. In one week they brought in like five guys. But Murray now is starting to be a real running back, and if they've got a real running back and they've got a threat of a run in that quarterback that runs – because. That 100-yard streak that they had of 40-something yeah. games, that was all him, right? That was There was no real consistent running game there. If Murray, who ran really good for Dallas, I remember, uh, can kick it up a notch, th- they can get to that level, Chris. I think they can. I mean, I, mean, I hope you... so. Hi, Chris. No, I'm going to say I hope so. I just haven't seen it. I mean, even the Denver game, I thought they were by far the better team out there, but then scored and wasn't as high as I expected it to be. Look, Latavius Murray is—he's done. He's not efficient anymore. The the thing is that clearly, for whatever reason, they don't want to trust Tyson Williams, which is yeah the rookie. uh, Even though he has a much better efficiency rate, he's been a much more explosive back when given the opportunity. He had one fumble late in the game a couple weeks ago, and I guess apparently he's been in the doghouse ever since. Devonta Freeman's got nothing left. Le'Veon Bell's got nothing left. Latavius Murray can fall forward for three yards. That's about all he can bring to the table. It's all about Lamar Jackson and just having be having to respect the running game from whoever's back behind him. If Tyson Williams was playing in this game, I feel even more confident that they would be a two-score team. The fact that they hold him back and they're trying to roll out Latavius Murray as their lead back is the only thing that really kind of worries me. But the big key is this for me, and this is why I'm very confident that Baltimore covers in this game. 
Marquise Brown and Lamar Jackson are hooking up a lot right now. The Colts can't cover anybody, and Lamar Jackson has never had a higher yards per attempt average in his career than he does this season. They're taking shots. So while the running game hasn't been there the way it has been in the past, they are opening up. They're being more explosive in the passing game, and that has been the huge Achilles heel of the Indianapolis Colts this year, and that's why I'm all over Baltimore to cover at six and a half. Okay, the logic is sound. But I like them because they're the killer bees. Name sounds cool. <laughs> and they're covered. I mean, really. All it's W's. So I just see W's, and, and W's mean they've covered against the spread. So I bet the W's. So what do we got here for them? Buffalo, we talked about Buffalo. They've won uh they've won five straight, eleven to twelve overall. Five straight on the road, eleven to twelve overall. Eleven to twelve is pretty good. Yeah. Charles, I got a, I got a, a curious one for me because this is more of a gut feeling for me, but I like to see what the numbers are behind this. What do you got for the Eagles Carolina game? I wouldn't watch it if it was in London. <laughs> that much I'm not going to watch it, period. No, I'm kidding. I am going to watch it, but I don't want to. <laughs> um, okay. So, so uh, Philly, all Philly does is lose against the spread, but it's, it's a yellow game. I guess the message, you got some blues. So, when I, when I see, when I look real quick, and I see something that pick, picks my interest. So it could be all greens, all blues, all reds, whatever it is. So, but when it's all greens for both teams, that's one thing. When it's all greens horizontally, that means all this team is, does is cover. And, and so in, in this game, I see Philly's gotten, gone over in the first half, but Carolina's gone under. What's up with the, the running back for Carolina? Is he back yet? He's not going to. They not say he's going to be doubtful, so they do not think he is going to play. Yeah, you know what? Uh, again, there's 16, no, there's 15, no, there's 14 games, right? There's 14 games. Don't forget it's Thanksgiving in Canada, so we get two games Monday. There's three football games Monday. Um, and if you if you tune into Two Beater Tournament, you'll know who to bet. Uh, but So there's 14 games, and, and I I try, I don't know about you guys, and it would be a great question for you to answer because I, I would like to, your opinion. I, I try to, uh, maybe five, it's all like two or three in the morning and two or three in the afternoon, and there's usually only two or three in the afternoon, so sometimes it's it's I'll key one game in the afternoon and hope I you know hit a three teamer. How many games will you play, Dan, on on a Sunday of the fourteen? Typically speaking, I'm not going to play more than six games because I'm only going to bet on games that I really really like, and I'll usually look to parlay a few of them. So usually, typically, I would say six to seven games out of fourteen is usually what I'll wind up doing. Yeah, well, right about there, right about there, you know. And what I'll do is I, I use I use parlays. I'll start depends on how well I did. I, I did good yesterday, and I'm doing pretty good today. But I hooked up the two favorites in baseball this morning. I'm I'm at work, and all of a sudden somebody says there's a game on. What game is on? Yeah, at one o'clock there's a game on. It made my day. So thank you, Jesus, for giving us baseball in the afternoon because I really <laughs> I got to work all day and watch baseball, but I got lucky and I hit too. Plus, I have on Houston when they went down four to two. Because John from GMF Sports Consultant, who's the, the baseball guru, uh, I asked him, you, you, you going in again? He goes, no, I'm going to just sit tight and see what happens. Well, I went in again. I had him at plus two something, plus two something, and plus four something. I had him, uh, I had two m- minus numbers on the team total. So I ended up hopping on a, a live action play. I didn't have nothing to do with the start, and I've catched five tickets. So it was a great start for me. Chris, am I right in, in assuming that the Eagles will be your upset pick of the week? They would be. Okay. Mine will be the Jets, so we'll put that out there. Hey, Chaz, let's go through what's our what's going to be our three-team our three team yeah, parlay yeah. this week. Uh, we, we, missed, we missed it last week. missed it last week. I was in the Catskills. I had no service. Couldn't yeah. get my pick in. Well, let's, let's, do it, let's do it on air this week. Real quick. So my wife says, New Year's, let's go to Palm Springs. We go to Palm Springs, the only house in the world where the cable service, one of the, the channels that isn't included is ESPN. I didn't get to watch. <laughs> <laughs> the NCAA Final Four, basically, in football. So it was brutal. All right, so so I got I've got these uh, these things in front of me, and I'm going to look at. Um, let's let me go last because I'm really I've been focusing on college. What, so you go. Chris, first. What's your lock bet of the week? You talking to me? Yes. What's your lock bet of the week? Now I'm putting this parlay in. So uh, let's see. My lock bet of the week. I'm going to roll. With the Cowboys over the Giants. At minus seven. Cowboys at minus seven over the Giants. Yes. 
Okay. Mine is going to be the Green Bay Packers at minus two and a half. No pressure. Okay. Uh, all right. So, I, I, you know what? I, I'm going to stretch it out. I'm going to stretch it out. I'm going to either go Sunday or Monday night because I like both of those I'm, B teams. But I'm going to change it up. While, while you're thinking, Chaz, I'm going to change it up on you. I'm actually going to go with that Tennessee game. I forgot it was only four and a half. Minus four and a half on Tennessee. That's the game I yeah. thought you were going to go with. All right. So we got minus four and a half on Tennessee, minus two and a half in Green Bay. Chris and I both taking the road favorites this week, which is typically tricky, but we like the matchups there. So, Chaz, you know you're gonna I you're gonna take a, some time. I have an Oregon Duck uh, quacker thing, but I don't think it'll work for a Raven because I've heard Ravens and they're pretty loud. <laughs> they don't, yeah, they don't, they don't sound anywhere near the same. Minus <laughs> what is Baltimore? You're gonna go with Baltimore. All right, that's our last our lock bet parlay of the Monday week, guys. Football. We'll be live bet parlay of the week. Because I'll put it in. I put it in every week. Absolutely. So, again, Green Bay minus two and a half, Tennessee minus four and a half, and then Baltimore minus six and a half this week. Guys, good luck to you. Good luck. We're going to have the MD's DFS contest link that's going to be posted out to you on social media all throughout the weekend. Make sure you join as a free contest. If you win, you'll automatically get a, a week of Easy Sports Betting data for free, and you will be eligible for the October giveaway for championshipfootballs.com. Uh, guys, great gift for you guys to check out. Make sure checking out Chris and myself at Belly Up MDFF Show. We're not going to be back. Well, I'm not going to be back actually until Monday night when we talk about the full recap for the Sunday afternoon games in that one. And then that starts our that starts our new schedule. Pretty much 9:30 Monday through Friday, uh, except for 8:30 on Thursdays. Will be we'll have shows every Monday through Friday every single week. It'll be hard this, work, man. It's a lot of work. It's Sunday afternoon recap. Tuesday will be a little bit different. At 10 a.m. Tuesday, the show will will be aired uh, for the waiver wire report, the Sunday night recap, the Monday night recap. Wednesday, somewhere between 9 and 930, we'll go live for the preview for Thursday night football, the early slate of games. And then Thursday, we're doing something a little bit different. It's not going to be the Thursday night recap because we're going to be going live while that is playing. It'll be the Thursday night game cast. So we'll react. If there's a big play, an injury, anything that's newsworthy. We'll react to it while we go through the show, while we talk about the late Sunday afternoon matchups, the Sunday night matchup, and the Monday night night matchup. And then we'll be back here next Friday night, same time, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern, with Chaz Filardi, talking about our drafting lineup cards and our lock bets of the week. So that's the new schedule of the MD's Fantasy Football Show. I think it's going to be better for everyone. I think we're going to get in front of more people as a result to it. Very excited for it. And, guys, we're going to keep working to get you guys your championships and to win you some money. So, Chaz, as you always like to say, Always be cashing. Always be cashing, guys. Have a great weekend. We'll see you soon. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.